This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Sarah Love and Mice Diggy. You think it, we'll say it. Yo, it's your man Fife Dog, formerly of a Tribe Called Quest, and I'm lounging on the My Sticky Sarah Love Show. Y'all know what it is. Love that, honor that, respect that, cherish that. Hip-hop music, you done know. Big up. Big up. Big up. Y- you heard the official word there. Bombaras. <laughs> et cetera, uh, et cetera. Yeah. I was trying to think <laughs> and of some more words that my friend's parents used to say to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Being of African, well, we're all of African descent. If you really want to break it down like that, yeah, but, biggest but, gang in the world, motherfuckers. <laughs> but being of African descent, yes, it's it, we all get fused together as black people. Where it's, you know, it's all the same, innit? Yeah, like, but yeah, there are differences I like between. A bit of patty, me, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what, what you're from Nigeria? Oh, yeah. So do you have like? <laughs> How close is that to Jamaica? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but first of all, hello, Football Radio, and big up to Ian. Boldsworth, <laughs> oi, Boldsworthy, MC Boldsworthy, one love as always, man, a great two yeah. hours. Every time. And um, you can listen back to all of the FUBAR radio shows on our flossy new website, which oh. is really impressive and, yeah. you know, it's nice and shiny and everything. So big up to Ali in the office for doing all that technical stuff that is far outside of my jurisdiction. Um, but, yeah, check it out. FUBARradio.com slash hip hop. We've got so many good shows up there for you to listen back, so, back to, lot, so man. get involved. Before I get into what we've got coming up today, Mice, can I just say that I, I think we need to start a campaign to include winter guilt into the <laughs> British weather forecast Ooh, every night. Boy. Uh, like yesterday. How did it feel yesterday? <laughs> it was weird, man. But I, today, no, but first of all, people, there's a lot of people who might not know what winter guilt is. Myself. Yeah, all right. You might not know what winter guilt is, but trust me, if you're from London, you're from the UK furthermore, Scotland especially, <laughs> uh, where else? There's certain parts of Wales where, but winter guilt... <laughs> Is basically when, no matter how hot the weather is, no matter what the forecast, how good it turns out to be, like how much of a singlet or wife beater, shorts, sandals, whatever type weather you're meant to be in, you'll still roll around with a scarf, possibly a woolly hat, and you might bring your winter coat with you just in case. Just in That's case. when you got winter guilt because we're so used to not having great weather that we'd rather be ready for bad weather. For all eventualities. And you know you've got it. Right now, if you've, if you've got like a raincoat, you know, I see someone walking past with a puffer there's, jacket. There's enough winter guilt out there yeah, today. Yeah, you've got winter you. guilt. Uh, we can't help it. It's something we all suffer from and they definitely need to sort it out because it's turning, it's turning into a worldwide phenomenon. I'd, winter I'd, guilt. I would love to see my Michael Fish or on that that's how old I am, damn. I'm giving it away now. <laughs> you know, but fish. do that. And tomorrow's winter guilt factor is num- number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I think <laughs> we need true, to really though. campaign for the winter guilt. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Coming up on the show today, we have jam-packed hip-hop goodness for you, including a UK veteran is rolling through to the studio. Funky DL is Ooh. gonna be in the house. We also have Michael Parkinson, he's gonna be live in the studio too, and and he's bringing a special guest along with him. Mice have been missing your investigations. We all need those life hacks. So I'm Mice is going to be getting into it very soon. And um, we've got our open mic coming up, which um, is forever growing even fresher. Yeah, man. Oh, man, the last one. Oh, there's been a couple now where I'm just like, Jesus, we've got, we got some talent out here, man. We're killing it. Some of these guys are coming with some real hardcore, you know, 
interesting stuff. So mm-hmm. it's good to see, man. And I can truly say we are repping here on the hip hop show on Fubar Radio. And we've got new music for you as well. Some brand new Torrey, brand new Lewis Parker and much more. And we love hearing from you guys. So hit us up in the studio. Hit us up. Hip hop at foobarradio.com or you can find us on Twitter too. And um, on the last show, we had a really dope live video stream of the open mic featuring this guy, Tenchu. Check it out. You're mm. locked into Fubar. Tenchu, Il Sporadic and Tenchu, Tiptoe Calypso. That's from the album Panic Room 9 out now. And Tenchu was on the show a couple weeks back, so yeah. definitely check it out because that was. Tore up that open mic, boy. Fully. That yeah. Alien Shades beat. Mm. Shout out to all the producers that have been sending in some fire as well, man. The open mics have definitely been taken to a new level. We're getting original beats sent in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're getting to hear MCs dealing with. Some of them don't even get to hear the beat. They just come in, bam, 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 and like just lace it. Yeah. So yeah. it's really interesting, man. Yes. And so, you know, you need to get involved if you're an MC or a producer and you want to feature on our open mic. Hit us up, hiphop at foobarradio.com. We would love to have you here. You're tuned into myself, Sarah Love. And myself, my Stiggy, a.k.a. the voice of Chocolate Velvet Cake. We have been away for over a week. It feels you know, like a lifetime. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel right, man. It's, it's scary how time is flying these days. Did you get to enjoy Carnival last week, or what was your? I didn't. You was doing I famous was away. shit. I was, yeah. <laughs> <as you laughs> of course, was doing famous shit somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so I missed out, and then I was even struggling to remember the last time I made it to Carnival. And I'm gutted because, and you know what? The last time I know, shameful. The last time I made it to Carnival, I went there, I got a plate of food, I left. (laughs) So that doesn't even. Sometimes you're like, it's like one of those ones where you wake up and you think, oh man, you've got so much stuff to do. You want to go carnival, but you end up going just because you're hungry. Because you're like, yeah, let me go down <laughs> yeah. carnival. I get some jerk chicken, some rice, some shit that you could probably get around the corner anyway. Yeah, but it's the right West thing India. to do. Yeah, but you just want to support, you know, independent uh, food makers, chefs. Yeah, Storm you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we understand. But, we understand. Ooh, I'm telling you, man. I, I had that itch as well. I was like, man. I want mine just going down just to get my <laughs> but that's some typical, Guinness punch. Yeah, that's typical Woo. spoiled Londoners. It's like, yeah, psh, just go any old time to carnival, innit? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what this week's special big up, big up. is going out to. Well, first of all, big up to all the listeners to the show. Yes, we love hearing from you guys, so hit us up in the studio. Hip-hop at foobarradio.com. Um, but we like to start the show with positivity and re- reminding the world of all the good things that are going on out there. Because I think there is so much good stuff and it's easy to get get bogged down and you know just lost in the matrix of all the madness that gets reported on the news and i just think carnival is just such notting hill carnival obviously is such a wonderful event a big up to all the carnival goers and like to me i think carnival is one of the true jewels in the uk's crown yeah yeah come on man and you know i really i heard a lot of positive reports from people this year about carnival yeah i heard some mixed reviews but i think it was more so to do with the fact that people are just getting old that's why <laughs> you know what I mean? the <laughs> people that, 
But people are complaining about Carnival are just getting a little bit too old for it. That's all it is. It's like, and they're look, lugging kids around with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're jealous as well. They're like, man, I can't even go wind up with her. She's like yeah. 16. Like, bruv, you might be too old for Carnival now. Or at least just go on the adult days. Stop going on the fucking kiddies yeah. days. <laughs> that is funny, man. That's true. But, you know, I seriously think like Carnival just epitomizes what makes Britain great. Like, there's all this chat at the moment about, let's make Britain great again. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Then, what would you say? My Savloy and chips eating. Savloy and chips, <laughs> mate. Yeah, you know I mean, mate. Wacky pork scratchings eating. Like, do you know what I mean? And, uh, Marmite eating. Marmite like, goes yeah. in there too. Oh, damn, that's me. No, I like my. I don't mind Marmite, but some of them dudes eat Marmite too much. They look like yeast infected. You know what I mean? It's like when you OD on Marmite, you start getting the red cheeks. <laughs> Yeah. And a uh, receding hairline. Okay, it's all intertwined to the same, <laughs> same disease. So be careful how much mum might be. <laughs> yes, that was the public um, warning there. But, you know, I, honestly, I think, like, it's it's how... It, it just shows, like, how we are people of unity in London. Unity! And, uh, unity! And, um, you know, it truly is, like, one of the world's finest cultural legacies, in my opinion. And another example of why immigration is a great thing. Mm. And it's a benefit to our society. And also, it's such an important part of our cultural legacy, legacy as Britain, which plays like a diplomatic role in yeah, the world. Yeah, true. Like, that's such a big part of what puts us on the map as a country, is the culture that we pipe out all across the globe that, you know, they're all jealous of us for, yeah, for that yeah, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, and really, it just shows how we overcome adversity and injustice through unity yep. as a community. And uh, hey, that's uh, I need to get on the open mic with that unity <laughs> community. And um, you know, there was there's just so many amazing moments at Carnival over the years, and performances, and just crazy people who have come come through to uh, perform at Carnival. It's, it's kind kind of insane, really. And I think it's one of the largest uh, world's uh, gatherings, street gatherings like that, isn't it? I, I think the people in Brazil or India might have. Uh, <laughs> I said one of. Yeah, I okay, said one yeah, of. possibly one of. But I think it's the biggest carnival in um, Europe. But yeah, I don't know if we're testing Mardi Gras. And, come on, man! In the Western, they're like carnivaling for seven days and shit like that. Yeah, they don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like ain't we're, we're man have complaining about these two day stretches. Like, right, bro, I had to walk the Utes around here yeah, on a Sunday. Man was there from midday. <laughs> Walking around till seven, true man had to go link up with um, Tommy and them because you know my man owes me money in it. So I was like, right, why? I told wifey wait in the car. She's telling me the car's like forty five minutes. What? Like, bruv. And then you want me to go on Monday late? I'm like, bruv. All right, you don't want to go Mardi Gras and put some flowers yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you just seven days. Yeah, you're not lasting seven days. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's more motivation out there, but still. But I still think Notting Hill <laughs> Carnival is a great thing. And in 2006, Massive, I didn't know, but the UK voted, the UK public voted um, it onto a list of the icons of England. So is that why? Because there was a time when they were saying they were going to start charging, they were going to put it in Hyde Park, yes. they were going to gate it up and make, you know, people had to pay to. Nonsense. Because okay. at the end of the day, okay. I have to say to myself, you have to ask yourself, like, why more than other social events is the success of Carnival measured by crime levels? Like, people don't talk about Reading Festival like that. They don't mm. talk about all these other massive um, events that happen. People, and I know a lot of people weren't happy with how certain news outlets 
crime tinged their coverage of carnival yet again this year for yeah, the B- yeah, like the BBC yeah. for example and um, Ken Marsh who's the chairman of the Metropolitan Police Federation he called for a full scale review of carnival after eight police were hurt and taken to hospital but then eight police but then later on the sly admitted that they were sent to hospital to get antiviral treatment as a precaution because they were spat at who the police the police what? so that's not the same as like you got juked up or you know um, obviously there's you, you get that many drunk people in one place together crazy things are gonna happen but um, and then he also went on to say the organisers need to understand this event cannot carry on regardless I think many Londoners will wonder whether the significant amount of taxpayers' money spent on policing this event is frankly worth it. Yeah, but the only reason that they're putting so many... There was a time when, okay, there was a bit of trouble at Carnival. And fair enough, you know, I remember the time when the guy got got killed over... The whole thing was like he got killed over a Coke, um, a can of Coke, which was like two pounds or some shit like that. He got upset or someone got upset about it being two pounds. Um, it's carnival, man. You know, <laughs> people. This is like the one time you get a million people. Do you know what I mean? In two Labour million. Grove. Yeah. Okay. Two, two million. million over the weekend, and so every year, also the carnival organisers they're fighting against it being moved and sanitised over to Hyde Park or mm. it being stopped altogether, which is a liberty when you understand like the origins of carnival. And you know, here are the facts about carnival. It's not about spin. These are facts. Carnival makes a hundred. Hundred million pounds for the economy every year. Wow, a hundred million every year. Wow, and that's only a two-day event. Imagine we did it for seven days, boy. Man, we'll make some poo. And um, that's versus the seven million that's spent on policing it. And Avon and um, Somerset and seven poli- million seven million spent policing the event because so, mm. they bring um, police from all over the country into you know have the greatest like weekend they bring of their life. Seven million police in there, boy. It, it's seven thousand police. That they that are at Carnival and wow. uh, over the whole whole weekend, but then check this out. So Avon and Somerset Police they reported two hundred and thirty six of offences at last year's um, Glastonbury, yeah, and Glastonbury that's one hundred seventy five thousand attendees. While the police statement said this year there were four hundred and fifty arrests at Notting Hill Carnival, and that's with two million people over two days in wow. attendance. So you know, if the crime rate was the same as what you see at Glastonbury, you'd be looking at at least double the amount of arrests. Serious. So it's all in the context of how these things get reported. So yeah. when you have what's the, the police dude chatting that trash kind of thing it's like put this into perspective of really the numbers of people there this is a peaceful event and also i think it's a great thing for the police as well because it's one of the only work man do some work (laughs) smile no but it's one of the only times of the year where the public get to see and interact with the police as normal human beings and vice versa Mm. like what other times do you really see a policeman and you just you don't winding up with some half-naked girl with peacock feathers on her head yeah that's true and you feel happy for them when you see that. Yeah, yeah. You actually appreciate it. Like, well, okay, you know, I, I can get that you're a human being. <laughs> yeah, like, and they oh, look you, at me. You don't just breathe through your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And, all, you know, Carnival started in 60, 1964. 
Um, but it was this activist, um, Claudia Jones. Uh, she started organizing events in 59 um, in the area to celebrate Caribbean culture in the face of the hate from uh, white racists in the mm. area. Um, and that's, those were seen wow, as like white the white racists in the area. Yeah, because that's how Notting Hill Carnival started. It was basically after uh, local race riots in 1958, um, because that was a big territory for uh, like the NF in the UK and that part of uh, mm. London. And there was also an unsolved uh, race racially motivated murder of Kelso um, Cochrane in 1959 mm. and so on the back of that it was it, you know pre- peaceful protest started initiated by this lady Claudia Jones so the whole thing at Carnival began as a protest against blatant racism you know that our parents generation That's lived through and um, you know it's gone on to be one of the finest showcases of Britishness, in my opinion. Well, for people, like you're saying, man, if it's generating that amount of money for the area, then that means that... And it's given that there's a, a bunch of people from all over Europe, all over the world that are coming in. Yeah. I remember years ago, there was a party, um, we went to an after party, and it was like everybody was from Martinique and all these French mm-hmm. colony islands off the West Indies. You know, it was mm. like, what? People are coming all the way here for carnival. Yeah. Crazy, you man. You see people from all over the world, but that, man. And but this year, though, it was the first year where they've used uh, facial recognition technology at carnival. To do what? Spying on us. We've now got Theresa May, who's like the wicked witch of the West, isn't it? Or East, whichever one it is, West. Yeah, but what are they trying to recognise with all this fake face recognition? <laughs> like, who Black they? people, mice. No. Just, what? <laughs> it's just basically... Because <laughs> think about it. The government, they work in collaboration with Facebook. Like, think how Facebook mm. can recognise it. Rec- and this is a oh. far stretch, because this is all part of what Theresa May, she did the, all these efforts when she was Home Secretary. Now she's our fine leader, and her oh. whole fascination is with watching the public. So, her fascination. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they've done... She changed the law with uh, Facebooks of how the information that Facebook have to share with the government. So any picture... And that's also to do with why you can't actually delete anything. or Even if you delete stuff on Facebook it stays on record forever yeah and all of that because when all these so-called terrorist attacks happen the government say yes but people were talking on um, Facebook so you need to be giving us access to these conversations that's all you like that's that's why I'm glad I just use it for the music that's it you lot don't need anyone who needs to know my shit I'll call them I'll, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Email, I'll text you or whatever, but so, Facebook don't need to know about everything that's going on. Like, how many times I folded the toilet <laughs> tissue before I wiped yeah. my ass and shit. And so you see when they're like, oh, just sit, give us your number so we can keep your account secure. Yeah, you're it's right, like, mate. Yeah. And then you start getting them calls. Hi, this is Becky from <laughs> da, da, da. I heard that you had an accident like two minutes ago. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How you keep getting them calls from people, man? I know. Where do they get yeah. your number? Where did they get the number from? It's harassment. Wow. And um, yeah, I mean, the list goes on with WhatsApp as well. It's the same thing, how they share information with Facebook, how Facebook share information under law with the government, you know, and this is WhatsApp with Facebook? Yeah, there's this new change in the terms. I mean, WhatsApp was always shady because anything that you, if I don't have WhatsApp, yeah, but anyone who has WhatsApp and they have my contact info on their phone, that is shared with WhatsApp. Wow. And so now there's this new change in terms and conditions with WhatsApp where they share their data with Facebook. And then under UK law, which we were protected under this with the EU law, but the um, human rights laws that we were protected under EU law, Theresa May kicked them out in June. And she's replacing with this British Bill of Rights. Yeah, which is basically um, she can uh, 
have unlimited access to your phone, email, you know, any texts you send, any emails you send, Google, the same thing. All that, when you actually look at the terms and conditions with Google, yeah, what, how they use all your information, the wow. value of data. And so having this ve- facial recognition technology at Carnival, yeah. they're snapping everybody's face. So what happened? So them. people had to, you had to like look into this mirror look into my eye look directly into my eye no no it's just like um, CCTV that's messed up boy that's some uh, what do you call it what was that film again Big Brother yeah basically 1984 properly we're living in 1984 and I mean with all the uh, they say your picture's taken in London something like 350 times per day and stuff so obviously they want to keep an eye on You look on the, the uh, Fubar um, Twitter, you see my, the pose that I always give them as well. That's like the best the one, face? I think. Yeah. No, no, no. That's my. Um, I'll go I'm to the trying t- to look natural, yeah. but take a selfie at the same time pose. Yeah, so it's so, kind of yeah. like mid. I mean, contemplating something and you caught me mid contemplation. Yeah. It's not just real, chilling, chilling. but on, on camera it looks real. So, mm. so go, to, go to twitter.com slash radio and you can see um, an example of this face that Mice yeah, is um, talking about. But I have to send a shout out to Scam1 of Foundation oh, Crew. Wow, Scam, yeah, yes. I love Scam. Scam's such a great um, great uh, guy. He's original Lalo Labrook Grove um, and he's lived in Labrook Grove for decades. He's seen the whole evolution of the area, which I'm given up on this term gentrification let's just call it what it is social cleansing and um you know he a couple years ago i remember seeing him say um carnival has gone from being a voice of the for the people of the slums to a middle class idiot drunken parade wow <laughs> but then he did also say uh, what i like about carnival after carnival is are the tags and throw-ups you see everywhere that's like graffiti terminology yeah. people um and it makes grove look how it used to look before it got yeah, mass yeah, gentrified yeah 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 that's the it's, and that, I mean, it makes it a weird thing, but it does. It, that's the that's when you have to question whether it will stay there forever. You know, like when you know a lot of us that used to live around the area now end up going back, and like for carnival, that's what it seems like. Yeah, it's what it used to be. But then it, if you go there, if we go there now, you know, you'll be like, wow, this is, is this level grows. Like, I feel like I should wear shiny shoes and a. Proper. Uh, did he see? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, am I even allowed to? Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, I can't even remember the first time that I went to Carnival. My parents have been taking us there since we were we were little. But I mean, going re- in the more recent years, it's definitely that's one of the tough things to deal with swallow with carnival isn't mm, it is that, that it does not, reflect what's happening all over london yeah, this social yeah. cleansing and just the demographic of people how you dare see. you call it cleansing like these people are <laughs> dirty <laughs> but you know i think um there's still so many wonderful things about i think it's still a wicked showcase and a great time when everyone gets together and overall mm. it's a positive affair so yeah. i just thought it was important that we acknowledged and sent a massive big up big up <laughs> you know, I wish you could have seen the mice boggling yeah, in the studio just then to everyone who went down to Carnival this year and um, yeah I'm definitely going to go next year because I'm just like actually kind of gutted that I've not right you heard remember. it here we might even yeah. broadcast from there we might just do a bootleg Ooh, broadcast yeah you know from because uh, <laughs> it's a bank holiday so we're not meant to yes. be broadcasting so if we just hijack Fubar and then broadcast from um, Carnival we, we can make should. sure Sarah loves you gets to enjoy it and still does famous shit. 
by the way, because she's not just going to go down there and not do some famous ass shit. Because this is the paramount thing in all of my plans. <laughs> no. But yes, keep it locked to Fubar Radio. We have some super special guests about to step up. So stay tuned, FubarRadio.com. Yeah, but baby. first... Bananas Torre Get Down Remix featuring Freeway Stars P produced by Pete Rock Pete Rock and CL Smooth are performing tonight at Jazz Cafe by the way oh it's tonight is it I heard Mm. they were coming in but I didn't realise it's tonight yeah they did the other day at um, the garage uh oh might have to bum rush that (laughs) blood yeah but I heard it was pretty dope back door you didn't hear that correctly. You didn't hear that from us, <laughs> yes. Um, but now it's time to welcome Mysec Hayes, mother lovers. That's right. We want to welcome you down to the Food Bar Radio Cafe. That's right. We're here open 24 hours for all of you bitches and bitchettes. <laughs> we got a special treat for you today. You're damn right. I'm here with the one and only Sarah Love. <laughs> And I go by the name of My Sack Hayes. That's right. My Sack Hayes, motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. And we got a special treat for you today because I'm a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Hey, I was about to say lover, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, and this week's investigation comes to you courtesy of embarrassing parents i had a story this weekend that just i was dying man my friend said to me he's like yeah my dad's going through another divorce so this is his second wife now okay obviously not my friend's mom yeah and he's he's going through a divorce with her Mm. and so but he started dating you know he started linking up new like chicks on the so he's still going through the divorce but he's like already already, yeah he's already moving on (laughs) i ain't got time to waste He's like, son, he's, you know, <laughs> so son's chilling. He caught the bling, bling, before the rings. He's like, hello. He's like, son, yeah, what's going on, dad? Yeah, 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 listen, uh, I need some help. He goes to him, he goes, look, can you lend me the keys to your flat, yeah? <laughs> that's deep. I thought it was going to be cover for me. If nah, anyone calls to tell them i John. That's beyond cover for me. That's like <laughs> that's washing like... your sheets for me after. <laughs> I what, was like, what? Yeah. My, he That's said, the next level. Yeah, I was like, right, that must have been embarrassing. He's like, yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was fucked up. But he goes, okay, I'm gonna give him the keys and let him do his thing. I'm gonna me and you know, me and my chick, we're gonna go away. And, <laughs> you're away. Yeah, you have twenty four hours basically <laughs> yeah. to do whatever you're doing, but please you're like don't clock. Yeah, yeah, kinda <laughs> put some um plastic bags down or something like you know what I mean try not Top to leave any evidence oh, anyway so 24 hours later or whatever you know the next day obviously they come back from their getaway wherever they went <laughs> and they're expecting yeah oh, bam, they walked in on pups pups oh! was getting busy with his new- <laughs> I was like, yeah. He lost so track of time. He was having so much yeah, yeah, yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I ain't even watching the clock uh, now. I was like, nah, that is messed up. That is oh, messed man. up. Like, how embarrassing must that have been for what, him? What did the girlfriend know? No, that he had she, left I don't the, think, right, nah. The it, keys to his dad. This is what I said, yeah, because I asked him, like, did she know? And he's going, you know, he looked at me like, of course, like, I'm, well, I'm going to tell her, yeah, we've got to go away because my dad needs to use. <laughs> but then they walk Should in on you? the. 
So the, he's thinking like because she's not like she's not a long time girlfriend for him. You know, not the dad. I'm <laughs> Sorry, talking about the son. Yeah. yeah? And so yeah, now. he's like, right. She might think that I live with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> So the layers of yeah, the layers now. Of <laughs> I was like, shit, that is hilarious. But. She has been like, what am I signing up for here? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure about this. Taxi? So this is why I want to investigate from all our listeners out there. Hit us up, hiphop at foodbarradio.com, or you can tweet us at foodbarradio at DJ Sarah Love, myself, Mice Diggy. What's the most embarrassing mum or dad story you've ever heard? That's right. We need to find this out. So when we become moms or dads, <laughs> we don't embarrass our children the same way, mother lovers. We learn from their mistakes. I, I feel like my entire childhood was spent as um, an embarrassed child. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely. My mom definitely embarrassed. <laughs> she definitely beat me in a couple of um, aisles, Sainsbury's aisles, every now and again, <laughs> just because uh, I wouldn't stop breathing out through my mouth. <laughs> and, you know, there's times as well when... I might not have used as much um, cocoa butter as I was meant to, so I was looking like a little teenage crackhead, and she might have, you know, embarrassed me on the street. The yeah, 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 a few times. So, yeah, you know, thanks, Mama Mice. Anyway, you just made me a stronger man. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. Yeah, who creams much more regularly. Yeah, no, I definitely want to hear all the... Yeah, <laughs> let's clarify yeah. after that story as well. Um, yeah, so I definitely want to hear everyone's stories. I mean, um, both my parents are pretty... Uh, as a kid, I thought they were quite embarrassing, I think. But then as I grew older, I was like, oh, actually, they're pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? You embarrassing dad. Like, people do... It's funny because I see kids' parents that are like, I'm like, right, that's pretty cool. That you, you know, that you, you're on Twitter or that you... Not but, to the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to the kids, it's like, come on, man. Mum is retweeting everything I fucking say. Yeah. <laughs> like, so anything you say, you're reminded like rap ups, you know, or your mum's out there just like scoping what's going on. Yeah. When I see people, um, you know, and there's a few of our listeners and friends as well, but when I see them like mention something on Facebook and then... You can see the mum or the dad like it. Or that, and you're like, right, they got the same second name. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always like, like, right, okay, I better, better be careful. Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful how you talk to them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, but I, I do have a couple funny ones here. So um, shout out to Greg Blackman. He said a mate of his was once having a wank in his bedroom oh, with his headphones on. So he uh, he finished up, opened his eyes, and there was a cup of hot tea at the end of the bed. Oh, <laughs> no. That is fucked up. That was being that was the subtle approach. Yeah, like how do you the face them? How do you face them after that? How do you like? Hey, <laughs> how do you leave so, the room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, going yeah. down for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dad, can you lend me some money? For, uh, <laughs> so, uh, let's never something? talk about that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's many of those uh, situations. So hit us up in the studio, hip hop at foobarradio.com. Yeah. Coming up. Next, we're going to be speaking to UK veteran Funky DL yeah, is boy. passing through the studio. So keep it locked. But let us know. Mice, what's the question? Remind the people. One more time, mother lovers. What is the most embarrassing mum or dad story you've ever heard? I mean, you might feel like this. Um, there was, and the other reason as well is I was on the plane on the way here, mm-hmm. on the way to France. No, sorry. that's how you rolled. Yeah, yeah, no, and, the studio, yeah. But you know when you see... Um, a family, you know, it might be the the kid. There might be a kid. He's got two sisters, or mm. and then there's a mum and a dad. The dad was like proper embarrassing dad 
taking selfies and look, yeah, look, trying <laughs> to crack. down with the kids just, I am. Yeah, just cracking just corny jokes like... and all that. I was like, shit. Boy, that <laughs> even is... I'm embarrassed and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you. not. You're not. I'm not. We're not even related, and I'm embarrassed, <laughs> man. I'm looking at you like, fucking hell. Really? I'd say drunk parents are pretty embarrassing. Yeah. I remember um, Cause that's just out of control <laughs> I see. I remember seeing my mum drunk my mum is drunk oh wow you can count the yeah, time a long time ago yeah she don't really drink that much but there's, I was really young but I remember thinking like right she's drunk on Guinness she got drunk <laughs> off of drinking loads of Guinness I was Guinness like how the hell like, yeah, yeah she's like you know I love you <laughs> Like I was on the floor and shit, I was like, man, I was like <laughs> no eight more Guinness for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah even you I had knew. to become the responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Child. Eight years old, and I knew. Like I was like, right, you're weak. You're getting drunk on Guinness. Like, proper lightweight, right? proper lightweight. So hit us up in the studio. We want to know. Keep it locked to Food Bar Radio. R.I.P. bitch. <laughs> R.I.P. That, of course, DJ Supreme, the R.I.P. remix featuring Dirty Ge- Goods. This is the second guy, he's alright. Um, and Ransom <laughs> Babbitt. No, and my Stiggy murdering the track there. And Ransom Babbitt's DJ Star Wars, DJ Devastate, and the video is out now. And also, Q-Rock, not forgetting Q Rock. Q Rock, sorry, you, my how goodness. Dare you. I'm so sorry. Welcome to the depths of <laughs> hell, Sarah Love. <laughs> And um, yeah, the video is out now. Check it out. And vinyl is going to be on the way too. So yeah, I think the digital the digital downloads out now on iTunes. So you can go in there, support that rawness. Mm. Shout out to DJ Soup Supreme. Yes, looking forward to um, getting Causing that vinyl trouble. supreme. By the way, and um, speaking of legends, yes, right now, living legends, <laughs> we're joined in the studio. You know what I mean? blush, man. Proper yeah, OG status. Doing the black man blush right about now. <laughs> we have. Hey, I'm telling you, people need to know about this guy, Funky DL, man. Hey, legendary. Hey, welcome, MC really producer. Here, How lovely to have you here. I'm really, really happy you know, to be th- here. How are you? How are you? I'm good. And we were trying to work out the last time we saw each other. Maybe it's like 1962 or something like that. But like, there's, you know, you are a proper veteran of the UK team. That's what they say. Why do they say that, DL? For those who don't know, he still looks mad young as well. (laughs) I I was going to say, you haven't changed. Fucking music keeps you young, isn't it? It does. does. Do you know what? It's it's funny because I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do, man. You know, people can't believe my age. So the black don't crack. If they if Black Dog Crack came in a jar that face (laughs) his face would be on that shit boy Jesus man oh man no but what so for people who aren't familiar Mm -hmm. break down for them because you know it's crazy when you think I mean we first met when I was working in the original Deal Real Record store and that's like a whole other era to what uh, you know the the terrain of rap music now in in the UK kind of of thing so for a lot of people Mm. who maybe they ain't familiar with the funky DL like why what is it that makes you a veteran why is it fair to call you a veteran like give them the lowdown man uh well I think I think it's because I I just I kind of steamrolled the game do you know what I mean when Mm. I came out as an artist um back in I think 95 is when my my music started demoing on the radio okay but it was like it was just this very very quick transition from a guy with demos to a guy with a deal winning mobile you know 95 was the first time uh, anything of mine was played on the radio by 97 
my first album was out I had won a mobile award for best hip hop act mm. um, you know and I was suddenly starting to travel the world um, you know and then by the next year I, I had done my second album um, been nominated for a MOBO again and wow. again in 99 and so it was like and that was when MOBOs actually you yeah, know they yeah. had the credential of like wow <laughs> you got a MOBO like yeah. now you're gonna, uh, you but got yeah I got, like, I got three nominations uh, in a row consecutively so it, you know things were just moving for me but my whole thing was like I'm always gonna try and just keep consistent at making music do you know what I'm saying and so and trying to keep the quality of the music up as well so that became my thing. People kind of knew me for the guy who was always in the studio, always banging out releases mm. um, and just always trying to make it happen. And, and also for the fact that I didn't really, I didn't really care whether it was going to be with a label or without a label. Mm. It was always going to happen what I was trying to do. So I think people started to really catch wind of my independent hustle as well. And, you know, me putting records out myself and just formulating my, my career myself, you know. Because also you were one of these uh, people where you were making the beats and yeah. you were doing the raps. Mm. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I started, I started production. Um, actually, I, I started rhyming first. When I was probably about nine, I started writing poetry. By the time I was 11, 12, I started writing raps. Um, by about 13, I started to mess around on the Casio keyboard at secondary school yeah. trying to program a beat but wondering why it doesn't sound anything like De La Soul's Three Feet High Rise <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and you know there, and, then, and learning you know my, my uncle was fortunate to have a studio so I used to go there but I never used to I couldn't quite grasp why these keyboards had these really clean sounds and mm. I couldn't get the dirt and then you know uh. by the time I was 14 I was like okay so sampling a sampler and started to learn what that was all about where did you find that out though at, mm. around then like because I always wonder like where do people find that like a lot of the time it's like someone's older brother or their pups or yeah their my uncle. uncle my uncle had a studio um, called In Your Face Studios based in Wanstead so I used to go there when I was about 15, 16 I used mm. to go there a lot and he had the S1100 sampler. Mm. So I, I learned at a really young age how to use that sampler. Um, so by the time I went, I left school and I went on to a sound engineering course in Stamford Hill. And the teacher used to say, yeah, sit this one out because you already know this stuff. And, <laughs> and let Rory have a go. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, see. so yeah, I learned, you know, about the studio very quickly. And I was fortunate enough as well to have... Um, some contacts down at Battery Studios in Wilsdon Green and although I never used that studio they used to let me come up there on the weekends and just kind of sit in um, sit in the studios and have a look around and so um, and I met you know a couple of engineers up there I think I first met Shola Hama in um, Battery Studios Dang. so yeah that was when I was about 16 years old wow. so um, I, I, I just I just was fortunate to, to be around all the equipment for production at a very young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so how did you link up with all the hip-hop community in, in London then? Um, funnily enough, I knew... I had met Tim Westwood when I was about 14 mm. uh, because I did uh, a, a gig, kind of my first public gig, which was, I think it was... Um, Roland Adams had been killed and it was some kind of um, oh, like memorial a... type of event for, for him... Um, so I met Tim Westwood there um, and kind of kept in contact with him. 
But it wasn't until I actually sent a demo tape into 279 at Choice FM that he played it on his show. And then he called me up and said to come down. So I came down and I remember sitting this with him. This is 279 said that? Yeah, yeah, he said to come down to his show. Uh, funnily enough, it's it's when he when he played the, that music. I had previously sent the same music to Westwood. Mm. Westwood didn't play it, but then Westwood started to play it afterwards. <laughs> and, you know, so yeah, um, but no, uh, to be two seven nine. Um, I like the fact me. that you had both of them in the palm of your hand. There, that's not many well, the people can say fun, that. No, but funny enough, like, when I, I was sending my music to Westwood first because I, I knew him. Yeah, first, he was. He was obviously but he was, he was always saying to me. You're not ready yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. He's like, you're not ready. But I was really young at the time, you know, 14, 15, making mm. these demos. So by the time I hit 17, that's when I sent this demo called 1221 to DJ279. And he played that, mm. invited me up to the show, and I had been making these beats and recording them on DAT tapes. So numbers listen to That's listen you know. to the beats, yeah. and he was just like, "Yo!" And he brought me up on his show. I can't remember the exact date, but it was in October '95. Um, Seventeen years old, and it was the first appearance I had on the on radio. radio. Wow. Yeah, and Whole it just kind other of era, man. spiraled from there. That's crazy. Because yeah. what's nuts is to think there are people who were active in rap in this country. They weren't even alive in '95. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so to relate to getting something kind of that tape. And they look older than you as well. <laughs> and they look older than you. And they look older. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a whole nother wow. realm of consciousness, yeah. you know, of how just the whole game operates now. So what? how many albums have you done in total then? It's a hard question to answer because, do you mean like... Release. Because you've done a lot of projects, side projects. Yeah, because there's been projects that have been like remix albums to albums and like a Latin style version to a particular album or mm. so if we're, if we're going to talk about how many albums have I done in terms of new lyrics new beats just a studio album mm. this new album is my 15th goodness me fuck you yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but if we're talking still. about remix albums compilation no nah, don't even go there man. yeah because you're just sort of the numbers kind of up that there. what's that it might be around 50s, 60s, or like no. If we if we including instrumental albums, it's around 60. Yeah. So and a lot of like you because you you the, the independent hustle like you're talking about you you were on that from early like yeah. D how did you get an idea of okay I could probably do all of this myself put it out promote it in the right way because I've seen loads of your material where I'm just like shit I didn't even know this I didn't know that and yeah it, like you're constantly churning out stuff. All I did was uh, when I signed my first deal in 97 that mm. deal was over in months the record label um, dropped me because they said it was because they didn't have the authority to sign me in the first place in the UK everything had to be okayed in America and it wasn't so my my first album came out through a label set up by the A&R guy of that record label mm. Almo Sounds he went and set up Upmost Records and when he set that label up we put out my first album and worked on my second, but I just found that I wasn't seeing royalty statements on time and I didn't really know what was going on and mm. I felt it was all a bit too... Was shady. it a verbal signature or you actually No, we signed? had a contract. Oh, wow. We had a contract. So, but what happened was I, I got my advance in um, 97 and I wasn't making any more money. So mm. by the time I got to around January of 1999 probably down to my last two grand from the money I'd made back in 97 mm. um, wasn't seeing any money off, off the, the sales of my first album 
all from my second album. And Serious. so I had a decision to make. And uh. the decision was this. Do I let my last two grand fizzle out and be signed to this label? Mm. Or do I tell this label, I'm out, mm. irrespective of what the contract says? And that's what I did. I said, I'm, I'm bouncing. I'm out of here. And I used my last two grand to press a 12-inch. And what was so funny was that that 12-inch sold... I can't remember how many units, but I made like six, seven grand mm. off the first shipment. And so I'm like... On top of the two grand you spent on yeah, it? Yeah, so wow. I'm like, how was I not getting wow. any royalty statements and he's saying yeah. that we're not selling and yeah. the moment I do one myself... And that's where it all started. So, welcome to the shadiness of the music industry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it, like, so when you you ended up doing that yourself, um, had you learnt then in terms of like inter- distribution, pressing up, um, you know, vinyl or was it vinyl or CDs vinyl. then? Um, had the, was that with working, you know, within the label? Then you'd learn. Okay, this is how I can do it, and this no. is who I can go to, or. Was it just a case of asking the right people? or I didn't have a clue what to do. Back, back then, especially, being independent was, you know... Yeah. That was like, okay, you, you're, on the, you're on the grind. You know, talking about people mm. like Blade, he used to... I think you used to do the same thing, right? You'd send your uh, material personally, like, you'd... Yeah. You'd yeah, post I mean, everything out to everyone, so... <coughs> yeah, I mean, what, what I used to do was... I just used to ask people, mm, you know. Mm. Uh, I knew do your a guy named... Um, Tosh, who used to work at Jive Records, but Tosh, oh, yeah, Tosh, Tosh, yeah, you remember Tosh, Tosh um, used to work at, I think it's Vinyl Solution in Labrador Grove yeah, prior, yeah, yeah, prior yeah, yeah. to that, and I met him there again when I was a teenager. Mm. I used to go and just play him demos of me rhyming on a trap called Quest Beats, and mm. he was just like, oh, "You got something, you know?" And you know what? We 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 kind of stay cool. So I used to phone up Tosh and a couple of other cats as well, and they just would tell me, "Listen, go." Take your record to stores, independent stores. Take your record to exporters. And so that's what I started to do. Started to take my, my mm. music to distributors and just turn up on the doorstep and say, I have this record. And at first, um, I didn't sell much, you know. Um, prior to that situation where I told you where I sold um, really good records, I did one record before called a Record Shop EP. And this was while I was still at the label and they gave me permission to do it. So... When I went round to the distributors, it didn't really sell that well. And I remember I was living with my dad at the time and I had all these records in the corridor and my dad was just like, mm. when are you going to move these? Oh, yeah, yeah, one of those <laughs> ones. Quite a record, for me. Yeah, these cobwebs <laughs> are not... Uh, as, as I, when, I did, um, when I did the Triangular Rotations record, which is the record mm. in the beginning of 99, which sold really well. Yeah, that one blew Then what up. happened was, like, the back catalogue started to sell. So... The record shop EP ended up selling out, and then I ended up repressing it, and that sold out again. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like just the, the exporters and the, the distributors that were were taken. I didn't really know where the records were going until um, I got a call from a, a, a DJ or a producer in, in Japan um, who mm-hmm. explained to me he'd been trying to get hold of me for ages but was speaking to Upmost and they were never telling me Shit. what was going on. And, um, Hayton! Yeah, and uh, eventually the, the Japan thing took off. But and this- that's the whole thing about, you know, because remember there was a lot of talk in the scene, like, right, I just came from Japan, I see Funky DL's <laughs> face on the front of a building. Like Funky DL for president. <laughs> yeah, so like, people yeah. were, like, so there's this whole talk about you were, there's a time when you were bigger than Jay-Z in Japan not, not, or some shit. Not, big, not bigger than Jay-Z, um, 
because it, it, it depends on how you look at it, you see. And it's, the thing is that that statement kind of came out and it, <laughs> there's truth to it. Yeah, like, I, I think it's true because a Japanese person even said it to me. <laughs> like, yeah, there was a time we didn't really know who Jay-Z yeah, was, but we there, knew who fucking was. the other was. was. There you was, was I mean? a time when a lot of mainstream American artists were known in, in Japan, but not selling that well. So mm. I'd, I'd come out with a record and they'd tell me, your record is pre-sold more than Nate Dogg and more than <laughs> Jay-Z and more than, do you know what I'm saying? Um, and and I, I remember uh, someone at a label, I think it was Avex, said to me that the only artist from the States that really does the, the same kind of numbers that I was doing was um, Gangstar. Wow. Yeah, because that was the type of hip-hop yeah. that really sold more, do yeah. you know what I'm saying, that people were really interested yeah. in. So, um, so, yeah, you know, when I started coming up in Japan it, the mainstream thing was that that came kind of mm, later yeah, on yeah it came later mm. on so yeah I was bigger than Jay-Z but mm. that's because yeah you the, tell them the taste <laughs> like, yeah, the taste were different yeah. you know, and how many people can say that bruv you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. how many people got that under their belt man that's you know, let me tell you something interesting let me tell you something interesting this is what again I don't know if this is true but this is what a Japanese promoter told me he said Dio you are responsible for the jazzy hip-hop section in record stores in Japan. Shit. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, there was no jazzy hip-hop section before you started wow. releasing. And I said, but what about De La Trap yeah. or Quest Pete Rock? And he said, no, that was just hip-hop. He said, after oh, you started shit. releasing, they started to put a new They're section saying in. like, yeah, this is jazzy, jazzy hip-hop. hip-hop. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So, um, apparently. That's crazy, man. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, but this we'll guy's with done it anyway. Some shit, but that's the definition that's of you know when we talk. That is some famous <laughs> shit. Hashtag famous yeah, shit. Yeah. No, but when we talk about like the hustle and grinding in hip hop, I yeah. mean that whole story there of how you've built your career that really defines it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And brings us up to now where you're still putting out music because you've got this brand new album. Yeah. So is the album, it's called Autonomy. Autonomy, yeah. Autonomy. Is this out already? This is out now. Yeah, so... came out on Friday the 2nd of September, which is Friday just gone. Mm. So, um... And when was your last release before this one? 2012. Okay, so a little gap. Not, not, little, not super... Well, the thing not, is, I was studying. I went to university. Oh, cool. What did you do? I did a law degree. Nice. Oh, wow. So, um, so that kind of... It, I prioritised with that, but it didn't really... It didn't really stop me from making music because I was still releasing stuff while I was there, but my focus was just more on my degree. Mm. So when I finished my degree in 2014, I got back onto working on this album and bringing it up to speed, which is where we're at now. So and what are you doing law by day and then music by night? Sort no, of thing, no, I just do music. <laughs> oh, so what did you just do it to have something? You know, I did, because I saw the how the industry was going. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I went through a rocky period where. Sorry, about 90% or 80% of my income came from physical product. So around 2007 onwards, mm. when all of that started dying down, the internet came. I was kind of like, what am I going to do? Do you mm. know what I'm saying? And I didn't see how it was going to come, but I didn't see how I could make up that deficit, not with downloads and not with streaming and so on and so forth. So, And I'm never really the guy that got booked for shows like quite a lot and all of that kind of stuff. So... It was really about just saying to myself, you're getting older now, mm-hmm. um, you know, think about something other than music. Mm. But at the same time, it was not wanting to be this one-dimensional mm. human being who mm. only mm. ever did 
one thing exactly we're know. all multifaceted yeah. and what have you put this out yourself this, this album? album yeah this yeah it's come out on my i deliberately said i'm not licensing it to anyone um because it's called autonomy it's about self-governing it's about self-control okay. self-determination so i i could have said you know let me do a deal here let me do a deal there but i said nah it's about ownership and I'm going to retain ownership of this album and put it out myself and well, keep I, it. I think it definitely plays into the Funky DL fans' desires. Like, what they would want to hear from Funky DL, I think that they're, they're going to get that here. But it's still an evolution, you know. Yeah. The evolution has continued. But I want to play uh, the people something from, from the album. This track is Judas. That's okay. the tune. <laughs> yeah. I like the smile on your face. That pops <laughs> From up the there. authentic section. I'm going to yeah. ask you about that after this. Okay. Let's yes, and right this. now we're joined in the studio by Funky DL. You're locked into Food Bar Radio. Coming yes. up next, we're going to be speaking to Michael Parkinson um, on the show. And we also have our open mic very soon, too. So keep it live. Funky DL, the track is Judas. Shouts out to Breeze, Cy Philly, Colin locked into the show, all saying big up DL. Yep. And yep. Luke Keane, James Ott, um, Day Mine, all tuned into the show as well. Right now, we're joined by the man himself, the UK vet, that is Funky DL. DL. And that was a track off of your album, Autonomy. That's right, Judas. Judas. And it's Autonomy. I'm looking at the back of it. It's got... Um, in red, authentic, in, in um, green, jazz, in gold, soul, and in Blue New Age. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you better go and look for that album. It's called Autonomy by Funky DL. I wanted to ask, so what is the... It seems like you broke it down into three, four quarters. Authentic, jazz, soul, new age. So is the music in that section is more... More geared towards that kind of vibe. I mean, this, this album is a sequel to my album, The Fourth Quarter from 2007. Oh. So this is... The fourth quarter too, but it's titled Autonomy. Mm. And uh, yeah, like you said, it's the authentic quarter, the jazz quarter, the soul quarter, then the new age quarter. So the album kind of veers through those different styles of music while I'm, you know, lyrically speaking about autonomy and so on and so forth. So yeah. So the new age, is that more, is that something different than that we, we, we new might age is, have heard is from more you? Just, it's, more, it's, more, it's more space on the beats. Like it's mm. some s- bit more airy, you know, a bit more kind of just let the beat breathe a bit more mm. do you know what I'm saying so and, and sometimes with some kind of warped effects and stuff like that so um, yeah it's, it's, it still falls with, it's nothing out there do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying still falls within the, the kind of benchmark of, of hip hop so. and what I wanted to ask you was like are you because obviously you know through the the, the the years change and you know a lot of producers I know they're always like oh I need to get this blah 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 I need to get this I need to get that are you still using the same equipment from you know the early noughties or do you, are you still like one of them I need to upgrade I need to get this and no, get I'm that I'm using the same stuff I'm wow. using the Akai MPC 2000 Jeez. that's what I use you know um, I'm not I've never been a, a producer that says it's about the equipment and although I know technology is so advanced but I've just been like it's about me it's mm. about my ability to come up with what I come up with and the tools are just a vehicle for mm-hmm. me to do that. A lot of great producers say it's not what you use, it's how you use it. Definitely. And I think that's a prime example right yeah, there. Definitely. definitely. You're still on the 2000. When I keep hearing mm-hmm. these man talking, bro, bro, I've got to get the Renaissance 556, <laughs> 7, 8. I've got to get the plugins for the... Duh, duh, duh. 
Right, bro, just make the fucking Rob, beat, man. This is like seven years now. We still ain't got exactly. shit done. Exactly. <laughs> but tell people what are the links so they can check out the music, okay, contact so you, everything. To get, to get the new album, you can get that on all good online retailers like Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music, Amazon, Deezer, Napster, Beatport, so on and so forth. If you want to get the music from Bandcamp, it's funkydl.bandcamp.com and you can see my whole catalogue up there. And then... um. My Facebook is facebook.com forward slash official. You can reach me at there. Um, and my Twitter is funkydlhiphop. So Lovely. reach out, um, you know, if, you, if you've got any questions. Lots of, lots of my fans always hit me up, and I do my best to answer everybody. But it's so nice to have you here today yeah, with man. us, so you know. Nice and people here. are so pleased to hear you on the show too, so we hope you can come back and join us again. But you're chilling for the rest of the show, right? I'll be here. Yeah. Good, good. Very so good. Let, coming up very soon, we're going to be joined by, I know someone who's influenced by Funky DL, the one and only Michael Parkinson is in the studio, so keep it locked. Hip-hop at foobarradio.com is the place to get in touch with us but first from one UK veteran to another mm. this is some brand new Lewis Parker oh, some UK OGs represented on the show today that wow. last track brand new Lewis Parker release the stress is available on 12 inch vinyl that's dropping October 17th but pre-orders um, are available from the 12th of September and that's out on King Underground Records and uh, Lewis should be sh- joining us on the show in a few weeks' time. Uh-oh, so, you know, you get all that goodness here. You're going to come bum Food rush the show, radio <laughs> With myself, Sarah Love, my Stiggy, every Monday for till 6 p.m. And i got to give a shout-out to the Boston crew locked in. Shout-out to Mr. Green Thumbs and the Stamina Juice Bar in Brighton, keeping everyone healthy on the airwaves. Yeah, man, that's mm. nice. Yeah. Sounds How did they do good. that on the airwaves? I want to know these digital juice <laughs> yeah. bars that people were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, from one veteran to another mother oh, lover. Come on, man. I'm, I'm still, I'm still coming up, man. I'm He's still not a veteran. I'm a, I'm a pad veteran. one to you, bruv. You you, you're, you're not a veteran yet. You just do veteran shit, though. No, I see you. Yeah, yeah, no, but, you're the yeah. merchandise veteran. Come on, man. No, man. I'm just trying to eat like everybody else you know we got you, uh, michael wait, parkinson in the building by the yeah, way yeah so yeah yeah Try not, that. not the real one from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fake one from London. It's a fake one with from London. Who the hell is that supposed to be, man? The it makes beats spellings. around, yeah. Yeah, that's how that's But you know, I'm still gassed. I'm just still a bit... I have to big up Funky DL, man. Like, yes! real talk. Like, even who Jeez. I'm with, I need to big up Ram as well, who I started rapping with. I remember we got Classic yeah. was the day. Like, I'm just... I should have brang it for him to sign. Like, it's just an honour. Serious, like, even I was talking... Like, you know, even me making beats, the first time I discovered an NPC... Mm. A 2000 Akai MPC was through um, a friend or an artist who we worked with called Versatile E. Oh, he used to I live remember Versatile Yeah, e. man, he used to live in Kilburn, so that was the first time I saw the machine and that was it. All right, I want to... And then, obviously, through stu- certain other circumstances in the studio and acting, I acquired one and was making beats for me and Ram. Acquired. You know what I mean? Yeah, acquired. Floppy disk, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. But it's like, it's like the inspiration to do it, like myself, is it comes from people like him, people like Harry, people like Lewis Parker, like it's just like it, just yeah, do it yourself properly, DIY. You know I mean? and that's testimony of why it's important to, like Marcus Garvey says, you know, mm. like a tree without roots. You right. know, a pe- people who don't know yeah, their it's like heritage a tree. Yeah, it's is like a, a tree, tree without, without roots, roots. Yeah. and this is why it's important but, to study the masters. Mm. Yeah, you're damn right. 
Mother lover. You know what? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, my kids always, yeah, they always hear me swear anyway. So I, I'm sorry, I don't condone it, but I'm, I'm usually with the way how the world is nowadays. How can you not? Look, think about it like this: Does swearing really matter now? There was a time when swearing mattered, yeah. When it's like, all right, you might. I've heard like you know people of God swearing. Yeah, I've heard people. You know what I mean? Well, not that that's yeah. necessarily a measure, is it? People of God rape kids. Yeah, exactly. So the swearing Sorry, uh, was the, that a little bit too close to the bone? The swearing straight. The swearing really mattered. Yeah, off hip hop into yeah, yo, let's loud that now. Yeah, um, it's true. It is true, but then I think Malcolm X or something about that, doesn't he? That it's like you know, people who swear, it's you're, it's just showing a lack of, um, it's a, a lack of, yeah, way to express yourself. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I lack vocabulary a lot. Like I, I'm not the most articulate person. Yes, you are. You said acquired. <laughs> yeah, let's oh, <Mr>. do <laughs> this guy in the hood. Where I'm from, that's articulate as fuck, bruv. You smart bruv, as fuck. I'm not, but I, yo, listen, listen, I failed you my GCSEs. I'll just let you know that. But you passed you know in hip hop. No. Hey. What did yeah. I get? What, what mark did I get? Man, man you got merchandise for days. That's yeah. what bruv, you got, bruv. I got merchandise. People think like, that I have not got merchandise for days. You have got. Go I to, see go, different colours of this shit every yeah. fucking time I see go, you, man. Go to PRG. If you want to get this limited edition one, you can get it from YNR, but go to the PRG for that other colours um, yeah, um, PRG <laughs> planetrockgraphics.com and what we're talking about is the me, myself and Akai t-shirt that yeah, you yeah. billions out of there have probably seen anyway yeah, big up big up everyone who's I see still, a different uh, colour scheme every time I see him in there <laughs> and, and hell, there's man. only one t-shirt that I have well it's one Even of them things it's, oh time. my days you see it's, he's always putting it on me and it, you like, know yeah, what yeah, you yeah, just you remembered every time that's Giles inner Giles Freeman man she's always looking for free shit people wonder why Sarah Love is so rich because she's always wearing Free shit. She free. gets it everywhere free, <laughs> and she's fucking famous. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> you know hey, I mean? man, But you know, I, on a level, somehow. on a level, thank you yeah. for the support. You know, because I just like more been getting in the production wise myself. I've yeah, been I've off the mic. That. But I've got another record coming out very soon, um, like this year on Boot. Um, it's an EP. It's called Practice Tag Team Moves. It's featuring Jest and and another track featuring Dirty Goods. Mm. Um, just been just working, like just. From EPs to singles, I just I just need to keep working because this is my job, man. Like, I, if people if you. people, I, I'll just be real. I just I just stay uh, secluded mm. and I just keep my head down. And you know, what I mean, I can't get fronted by any accolades or anything like that. We need to keep the culture going. We need to keep music, more music coming out. And if I'm just gonna, you know, what I'm saying like mm. I just I'm, I'm trying to find it hard to explain myself. But like, if I sit back and be like yeah me myself and that guy I need to do another album or whatever it doesn't matter I'm a producer now and people don't take that seriously so <laughs> that's why now you will how do you find it like, <laughs> like that's why I've gone ham with it like how, how do you find it as a producer like in terms of being an MC yeah. obviously there's the putting out music you know you can gain from putting out music you can also gain from doing the live shows and whatnot. Mm -hmm. but not many producers get to do live shows unless they're a DJ as well like mm -hmm. how, how do you find that side of things in terms of like making money from as being a producer oh. obviously like people pay you for beats and whatnot. yeah yeah the people do pay me and thank you yeah i've got to pick them up for that mm. <laughs> but um other than that 
it kind of propels me because if I make a tune like you know the the new purple joint with Joker Star mm. or um, not been televised with Dirty Goods, then other people want that. They want a piece of that sound. Mm. What I'm about. Mm. So it, it just more propelled. Like obviously I rap in it, so mm. I still do gigs whether it be supporting Black Milk or wherever it may be. And when I do do that. I'm trying to keep like let you know I'm a producer I bring the MPC to my show I start mm. off the show with, oh, nice. and I have my DJ Jazz T big up Jazz T and big up Jazz T you know big I mean? records crew. and also I got a big up DJ Mr. Thing because we got something cooking soon as well so but like just literally just I want to just try and keep as many elements in it as much as possible it's Mr. So Thing by the way not DJ Mr. Thing you know he gets ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
made the beat, but you had to put the money in to make sure this was getting pressed mm-hmm. and this was the, so you actually your producer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, that's what Sunny Jim was talking about. Yeah, man, like, like straight. The, yeah, like his record as well. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like him and him and um, Big Up Purist, they had to produce that record mm-hmm. despite the fact Appetite and other people came with the sounds, but they made. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's what. They didn't get it there, so. But let's play people something right? from this yeah. um, project. I I picked the track right. Uh, yeah, you, you can pick it. You, you you pick always the things to put me on guard, man. Yeah, Still you know here. how it is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> oh, okay, no. Every time oh, I see Parky perform live, I'm heckling him from the audience to perform Still Here, and he's like, "No, man, I'm going with you." Remember, so remember, this is like the Sarah Love and my Sticky yeah. Show. So one way or another, I'm yeah. going to find a way to play Still Here. Here today, but first, let's play this brand new track Michael Parkinson, Big Cakes. This is Rhyme Provider. Nice. Right now, big up Big Cakes, man. Mm. Another dad out there. Yes, know what I mean, and you also have a project with um, Dirty Goods. Yeah, big up. Yeah, you I was with him start the yeah. Padre Paternity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Padre sense. Paternity. <laughs> 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 you know what? Yeah, you're right, man. I've know quite a lot of people I know. Yeah. But we're not getting to that. But speaking yeah. of Padre paternity, <laughs> Mice this week has been uh, investigating about embarrassing parents. Oh, Stories yeah. of embarrassing parents. Because how many kids do you have, Parky? Four. I'm sure there must be times when you've embarrassed them. Oh, man. They more embarrass me. No, oh. I'm ju- No, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the thing is, you wouldn't know that you're embarrassing them unless they tell you. <laughs> no, nah, it's one of them ones. The only embarrassing time is one of them toilet ones, man. And I had my daughter. Oh, she was what? young at a certain time. I, I used to change on every when you was a kid. Oh no, I can tell you some. Oh man, yeah, you know, big up my son because he can hold it now. He's he's gonna be sixteen. Wow, you don't have to change his nappy. He's yeah, yeah, sixteen. I, was, yeah, I ain't gonna change his nappy was, anymore. Yeah, I was changing it. This was a nappy story. I was changing it, and he just laughed, man. Not the sixteen-year-old. Oh, yes, yeah, this is a sixteen-year-old. And we had what? this white, yeah, this is the 16, when he, when he was a baby. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he's not 16, I'm like, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Oh, blood, come well, yeah, on, man. Yeah, when he was going, yeah, yeah, I was like, bro, you're See how my split you. sure you want to do this to me? Why are you doing that to me, man? Why that's you what it sounded. I was trying to confirm the shit for you. Literally, the shit. Yeah, yeah, So I'm changing the nappy, and then, like, he just giggles, and then, like, just projectile. boy, like, yeah, wow. like, all up my oh, jeans. Like, rear, machine rear. gun funk. Yeah, man, and just everyone's just but laughing at me. At least baby like food ain't got too much additive, so you don't feel. It's like you could shower. You could probably shower and baby do go raving and get I've got more embarrassing, embarrassing tales. But you know what? I'm now. Nah, I'm African, man. Us Africans, we we like we are proud people. Brown people, oh, yeah. we've done something foolish. We won't, we won't show you. We won't show you that we have done something foolish. <laughs> we'll make you know that we are the best here. Where are your parents from? No, nah, my dad's from Ghana. Yeah, and um, my mom, well, he's born in Togo from Ghana. My mom's from Barbados, Saint Michael. Mm, That's what I, mean. I can't um, wait to go yeah. to Ghana. And then, so what's the projects people should be like? Where should they track you down? You can what's, get me. What's out now? Because you got a whole bunch. Yeah, there's of stuff. a whole bunch. The best way digitally yeah you can get me all on apple music or pick up that you know the artists like dirty goods um new release not been televised um sunny jim as well um the ep live at the bonanza big cakes no no expiry um damn i'm losing it there's so many <laughs> yeah. um D- oh, yo, i even done a beat on drs's album um so big up drs you know I was going to leave him to last because we've got something cooking, but well, as you know, you know, what, all of Ken the Ken K, Fufu, what have you got? Yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, 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 like you said it, Ken K and Fufu, we're cooking both of them, bruv, like, but yeah, like, yeah, 
Jokes is, yeah. Shout out to Joker Star. Yeah, he couldn't big, make big it, up, man. Yeah, big up Kebs, man. Mm. Um, I see your song. I want to give a shout out to Chris Bounce. I need to say Chris Brown then. That was yeah. going to be weird, isn't it? Ch- My brother Ch- Chris Ch- Brown still, yeah. <laughs> you know, Brett Mice has a Chris Brown tattoo. Yeah, what? it's got. I had to change it to blonde, <laughs> from blonde hair to silver hair. <laughs> now it's holding a gun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh man, Chris Brown says um, this is in terms of uh, embarrassing parent moments. Mm. My sister got an accidental voicemail from one of our parents. Oh, I don't know all the deets, but oh, apparently God. they'd been out and were drinking, and my dad was feeling uh, air quote fruity. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or for want of a better word, I'm sure that horny because fruity, you know what I mean? It depends oh, on the oh, He's like, I don't even want to think about it to be honest. So you got to watch these touch tone, these touch um, touch screen phones. You got to be mm. careful with that shit. Mm. You might speed down the sun. Your 16 year old <laughs> son's out there with a man, then. Oh. And then, you know what I mean? He's hearing like baby number five. Or, oh, no, nah, you got to be careful, bruv. Make so. sure you lock that. No, keypad man. yeah nah yeah I'm, I'm nah we're good all you facetimers out there boy we're good we're good, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's perilous out there there's a whole bunch of gigs happening this week it's kind of crazy how sport we get you know Pete Rock and Cielo at Jazz Cup tonight yeah man I'm thinking about going I supported them last time they were there three mm. years ago I think you know when like uh, oh, Poster News came yeah, yeah I supported them through they're so they're such lovely guys and just an ill show mm. just a, to see that like that is the reason why me and Mr. Thing are doing an album that type of stuff like mm. that's why because we want to take it back to DJ, producer, rapper like you ain't all you gotta worry about is just the bars you get me mm. you know oh, what I mean and, so you're you're not, yeah I'm back, on, back on it man I'm back on it <laughs> hey, Parky's not <laughs> you're not stop every day I bet you got some it. new shit like, I have like, to yeah. man I have yeah, to keep it four kids if you can see that you know Aww. what I mean four kids to feed like it's not a, you know you and, got and, and I, arms boy if you're gonna get no 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 more it's done it's finished we old now I just told it was my birthday the other day I'm old now man happy birthday bro you get me. So. Hey, you're never old until you can't walk no more. That's yeah, what I always tell. Can I make so, can I make a shout out? You real know quick? when people when like I just want to say yeah. this, yeah. yeah. So you know when the other half you're sitting on the couch and then you lot might be chilling watching TV or whatever. <laughs> and you could tell she she wants to do something but she ain't doing it. Then you're like, "All right, half an hour into you go, "Okay, let me just go to the kitchen." Oh, baby, when you go, can you bring me the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, come yeah, on, man." Yeah. Hey, when you're old, that's when you got to start talking to all that shit. What well, now that you can move around and maneuver, you better no, go. No, no but get we're, 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 we're all right. We're all right. We're all right. You know what? I say that we're all right. Yourself. We're all right because if you like Caleb, my dad will tell you. Do you remember Michael? You were the remote. You were the remote <laughs> control for the TV. Like, like, like bro, yeah. as your t- <laughs> official title yeah. in the family. Yeah, you get me. You know, Caleb, Caleb, come in. If he's at school, Sunny, you get me. She's not there then, Rah. You know, Joe. Sometimes he messes it up, man. It's the hierarchy. My dad always used to say, "Why have dogs and bark yourself?" <laughs> so that wow. was like that was the breakdown in our wow. household. Why am I Proverbs doing this? Enough. That's deep, boy. Wow. Yeah, it's deep. You know who else in town this week? Dave Chappelle. Don't wow. lie. Yes, don't lie. Yes, what, Dave you know? Chappelle, Electric in Brixton. No, I know. Shit, that was no. sneaky, isn't it? Sneaky, yeah, isn't it? and I think oh, he's doing tickets like, are like fifty quid, in it. Oh, well, I haven't looked well, into that, but he's, do, he's doing like from mm. the sixth to the ninth. I don't. I'm not sure Shit, if tickets are still available. I, I, him, I need to check that out. I saw him last year in um, Hammersmith Apollo. It was really funny, man. Mm. I wonder if he's got new material then for this this uh, 
this run. Well, I don't want to buy a ticket and then go there and be like, oh, I remember yeah. that. I'll start finishing the jokes. <laughs> 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 do the punchline oh, and no, shit. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> 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 do that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen to this one. This is the one about the cigarette packet. Yeah. 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 He always does this when he comes here. Yeah, and you know who's but, performing on Saturday? Our friend KRS-One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At Jazz Cafe, and he's promoting his new song, Let's Talk About Accusations. Oh. No, no. Is that the name of his new song? <laughs> no, no. It's oh, so, no. You get all no, no. It's just so classic. That sounds, like a, that. that sounds like a KRS uh, sometimes. Like you need to have what she did. You, all of that. That Don't was worry, the best. You need that. to be on telly, Sarah, man. Seriously, all of this. Yeah, you lot need, yeah. <laughs> Too hot for TV. Yeah, TV man. won't allow this shit. Oh, man. You can only get this right here you at Free Bar Radio. Actually, did you write that <laughs> no. it felt like it was scripted <laughs> no but do you know what though I heard about the, the KRS show people are planning on going down there to disrupt the show oh no yeah well, I mean look he man he talk about um, accusations yeah, I, you can't blame them man they oh, should know just what, man. go on not that I'm condoning anything I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play it like this I don't wanna talk about it it's sad <laughs> And the more, like, ah, oh, that's crazy, man. I don't even, I'm not going to the show, but it's, See, it's, sad, it's, sad, it's sad, He should have done what exactly it's what you're doing now, just stayed out of it. It's just sad, yeah, it's sad Imagine if he stayed out of it, It's sad for hip hop. He should have just kept his mouth closed. Like, yeah, it's sad, like, it's sad. It's just a sad, yeah, it's sad, man. But I'm not, like, but I'm just going to say this, but I'm going to say this to a lot of fans. I ain't going to go break his records or throw them out. That's a part of history. I'm not going to do that. I can't, it's the same, like, you know, there's other artists, you know, pff, I don't want to say anything, but you know what I mean? They made a dope record at that time, boom. But I'm not going to be, it's accurate there. Yeah, no. yeah, no, but I mean, he's got to promote his new single, Accusations. So yeah, definitely check him out. That's this Saturday yeah. at um, Jazz Cafe if, yeah. you're, if you're up for it. We're joined right now by Michael Parkinson in the studio. Coming up next, <coughs> we're going to be getting into this open mic featuring Zeps. So keep it locked right here to Food Bar Radio with Zips, myself. Parky and yo, Ram. Yo, okay. yes. let, me, let, me say, let me say this right now. This guy, I started my career trying to rap with him. Two with, halves. With and Ram. Th- yeah, it was me, it was Ram, it was Amos, it was Kaiser. Yeah, Kaiser. Before was, Kaiser. Yeah. yeah, man, NWC. Yeah, we, yeah. And so big up Ram, up. shout out Ram, you're here. To, yeah, so mm. you're, you're witnessing some history today. So don't move a muscle, yeah. that's coming up right after this. You know, I had to play something from this Michael Parkinson, Sonny Jim, uh, and Joker Star <laughs> record. Because I love this one too. I'll let you off a still hit for today, right? If I get time later in the show, I'm going to play it because I'm just itching to hear it anyway. It's Food Bar Radio, this is hip hop. Who wants to set it off? Hey, the mics are up. Yeah, yeah, the mics are up, but that's how we do over here. Food Bar <laughs> Radio, my beloved. You are locked into the world's most dangerous crew. This is Sarah Love alongside Mice Diggy, the voice of Chocolate Velvet Cake. I'm going to have my headphones over to Parky. I'm going to scratch my nuts. And then I'm going to take a deep breath and tell you, mother lovers, we're about to go into the open mic. We've got some special guests up in here. Like we said, we got Parky. Yeah, man. We have Ram. Legends. This is amazing to see Parky and Ram together. I ain't hear, seen what, these two together. Hear, hear what you're for, saying. You don't need to say that. They're listening to me already. <laughs> we got Parky and Ram. I've not seen these guys together for probably at least 13, 14 years. Goodness me. Somewhere in, in the deep, dusty grimy parts of West London these two together <laughs> telling me they're going to put together an album and this and that and this is the first time I kind of met properly and then yeah I haven't seen these two together since then so this is amazing to see and then we've also got Zeps what's going on brother? 
I'm visiting. From the land of Brooklyn. From the land of Brooklyn. Okay. You're using my radio voice, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so, From do you live in the UK? No, I'm, I actually got booked for a festival in Oslo, Norway. Mm-hmm. And I, I know. Uh, and you got lost. <laughs> on your way home. Luckily, I've been working with some really dope underground dudes out here okay. for some years. You know, Ali Suds. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I did a song with Il Moose Sporadic and Benny Diction. And, nice. you know, so I, I know a lot of uh, so you've been the Dub fans. I think I gave him a beat. Still, you know. Yeah. Look at this guy. He's giving every. You might as well have given God a nah, beat. Ben, God's probably freestyling all your yeah, beats man, right you now. Better hurry Benny's up with it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're running out of time. Let's do it. So we're gonna get into this open mic section where we like to make sure that the MCs do their thing. We've been. We've got a beat provided by Dead Ark from Sticks, man. So shout out to Dead Ark. Dope. Mm, Parky, Ram, Zeps, you yeah. ready? Yeah, yeah Alright, let's do this, man. Food Bar Radio, open mic. Let us know if you need the uh, headphones turned up or anything like that, you know what I mean? If you need Sounds a massage good. or something like Who's that. Going first? that I won't provide you with that. Set <laughs> uh, <laughs> off, man. I'll come in after you. Yeah. yeah. Like old days. Man, like Ram, Bob Skycast. Yeah, man. This yeah. Food Bar Radio is the open Parkin, mic. Spark and bun. Yeah. Yeah. This is for my pioneers and trendsetters All my worst brothers Set sellers in black tins and leathers Not holding down, making their ends meet in the centre In the belly of the beast pack of fleets with the heavy weather Could huh. the report says a storm's coming It's time to stand for something Without a plan, you're nothing I see the man affronting Playing a role while I've been laying low Growing my jaw, man, you know how it go But now the plan's to blow Call this a re-emergence Say, yo, fire in the hole You know I flow with purpose I got these motherfuckers looking nervous Cause by the time I bring the hook in They'll be cooking burgers You know my hunger supersize a brother Cause I'm inclined to blow your mind With every rhyme I utter Always tight Even even if I start a Jedi Knight on the mic It's a light Strap Yo. another bomb skunk up Make some noise for that man, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Old school Let's go, let's go, let's so go Parky, what are you saying bro? Ah, fuck it Yo, I'm the truth from the booth to the stage, bitch I'm underground like Pete in the basement On the beat so you know that it's major I'm with a speech so I came with the favour We eat hand to mouth, it's P without a doubt Parkinson far from done, here to bang them out Burning skunk in your drum when your mum's around Hold your tongue, we'll be sunned when I put it down I don't fuck about, I say what I do You're the other way round because you's a fool I take them back to school, my class is in session I don't need the tool Cause this mic is my weapon With every bar I dead it You can call the medics If they offer help They'll be the first to get it Life from the horse's mouth So you know I said it The golden era is the sound What I'm representing I forgot to mention I'm what ether Cook the beef Spit the heat right through the speaker I guess I'm too eager Still smoke the reefer I love to rap While you spaz over Justin Bieber Put you in the sleeper Like Ted DiBiase Good night Betty Buy I know you can't stop me I know I sound cocky Because I am probably I'm on the grind when the rhyme, you know it ain't a hobby It ain't a hobby, you could catch me in a lobby Using toothpaste, I'm in the UK for two days Just kidding, that's not my accent, son, I'm from Brooklyn, kid Check it out, yeah, you see me cooking, kid, they laughing And yeah, they laughing, I'm Latin Came here from Manhattan, I'm never slacking, I'm Ted stacking I got the remote control, the air conditioning Holy shit, you see me from here to Norway, to Switzerland, or Michigan Oh my God, no bag of drugs, cause I got the flow But I'm chilling here with Sarah Love and my sticky I'm type 
sicky like a white hippie But I'm actually Puerto Rican, yo, I'm tight crispy Oh, you hear here say woo like Tang Check it out, I come through with the stupid slang I got the microphone, I'm on Fubo Radio Crazy bro, and I'm thirsty so I got the H2O Agua, agua, spitting some palabras And I gotta eat healthy, I get ensalada But I be living in freestyle, this is no written shit Fuck it, after this I might go get some fish and chill Marijuana in my veins Campaign to free its name I'll have each and every strain THC embedded and woven into my DNA And as long as the Joe's potent I'll roll it and smoke it, mate Can't wait to taste some of my super lemon haze All that big Buddha cheese Looking good, it could be couple keys Hit the head shop, cop another dozen seeds Blue slims, fresh greens, it's a swish of sweets That's me, shopping list complete Head to Portobello Road, the track to Lee and Alchemy Catch up, head back to my flat, strap a fat one Like that, draw that until my head back done <laughs> you want me to do one more? Oh, yeah, keep rolling, keep rolling. Come up here spit one I'm trying to think bars, man. Me and Ram were smoking before we came here, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I guess it's crunch time. I get straight to the point with no punchlines On the beats, known for locking down the flows, B With the force like I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi I still delve with the realm of five elements I'm relevant and everything spat contains relevance From the rap to the wax, it's imperative I'm only dealing with facts and intelligence I can't deal with the whack, I ain't repping it I'm dead in it, if they got a mic, then I'm teching it If the timing is right, it sounds effortless But if I think that it's weak, I won't mess with it Every bar's a belief in my testament I'm blessing it like I was a priest at your christening I put the bars and repeat and went into it So you know that it's P when you're listening It's me, I'm back, Sir Brovington and loving him But I love my wife because she loves my government My name, Orlando I come through, I act like Marlon Brando In a Lambo, I'm just kidding, I like to mess around Change my voice, I don't care because you know I just make crazy noise, yo Oh my god, my man is wearing some Adidas That's some b-boy shit, you catch me eating cheese Blessed like Jesus in a church Every time the beat goes low Right there I wanna speak low Soy de Puerto Rico Cooking with sofrito Listen to how he goes Boricua Catch me wearing a peacoat But I'm wearing some khaki pants I'll kick it like Jackie Chan This beard makes me look like a dude from freaking Pakistan But I'm Puerto Rican But I really wanna go to Amsterdam And now it's time to get high by to the mic and pass it, man Shout out to All you MCs out there If you wanna get on the open mic Make sure you hit us up Hip Hop at FooBarRadio.com with open mic in the subject all you producers if you want to get a beat on here yeah I will make sure <laughs> you that. send one minute snippets to hiphop at foobarradio.com with open mic beat in the subject who's next man Ram yeah, I know yo. you got something else for us bro yeah. man it ain't seen yeah. you in so long come yeah he knows he's got bad bars ah, innit he knows innit that's it Ram it's chamber one more. what are you saying bro <laughs> alright yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to pull yeah. one out of the database. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 me doing is rambling. I'm trying to help you out there. Right. Don't listen to right, me. Just yo. do your thing. <laughs> Road, phrase to throw, you brace should know the R to the A can flow, there's no question. I'm too old to be waiting a blow. I let fame dictate how I grow. Bro, you're jesting. That's a career course I couldn't endorse. I'm too Jedi, me, I'm using the force, trusting my feelings. Quick to spit flame, blaze the ceiling. It's like I feel hip hop's pain, games bleeding. 
why I'm ready for any rapper this evening. I can't relate to the crap these cats are speaking. It's time to bury your actor and clap a heathen. Ain't a real MC representing in this mainstream thing. I'm in it in force. Microphone laws on these heathens. Kicking their doors, spoon the evening. Full and stop the plot to perform hip hop treason. But we keep the art form breathing. Spit bars like CPR. Keep it pumping through the speaker. For me, it's not a nothing but leave star. From day one, sharp tongue, the real witty, large lung with a half the bun that's real sticky. And yo, still with me, let me make this clear. I'm ill lyrically and filled to the brim of skin and ability. I'm unequivocally ahead of the game. I do it differently. Remember the name R A M. Man like Ram, man. This Remember, is two halves. You know what I'm saying? This is special right here. Yeah. Parky and Ram back together, boy. Yo, check it. Yo, One more bar. Listen, it's the critically acclaimed I did it how I rid it, I ain't do it for the fame I spit it how I live it, if you ever know the name I ain't never had a lyric ever make me feel ashamed, no See, I've done it for the change Battling the odds with a family to raise I'm fighting for the love, with the job it won't pay So I'm forcing out my bars, cause them bills just won't wait But hey I'm just trying to keep it lyrical Find a lack of timing but defiant with the syllable Really seeking guidance but I'm really feeling cynical I'm sat up in my living room not knowing what the fuck to do I ain't happy with the substitute Proud of what I got and now I wanna feel comfortable Death is never optional, awaiting many obstacles Upon the path I had to choose, upon this path I had to choose Yo, I'ma do what I'ma have to do By any means, if it means I'm irrational The P must be practical, the plan must be tactical I wanna be a huckstable, cause I ain't trying to play the fool I'm a dude, yo I'm talking about the real huckstable I'm talking about the real huckstable, the actual idea, man I don't drop nothing in no yeah, drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Scotty Oh my god, I transport You can see me with my backpack That's my transport I like hip-hop and dance hall Oh my god, see teleportation is when you Maybe you see levitation And find a way to go from one other to space station And show you that you want to sizzle some eggs and bacon That didn't make sense, but it's cool as a rhyme Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool as a rhyme. I do this all the time. Thanks for noise, man. Thank you, guys, man. This is awesome. I was trying to sneak that in there because he asked for it earlier. He's like, but I want you to throw me some words of water. No, right, right. I want to hear more about Puerto Rico. I love Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Where in Puerto Rico are you from? Uh, I'm from Brooklyn, but my family's from Bayamon. Bayamon! Shouts to all my New Yorkers because there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in New York that don't speak Spanish, that don't yeah. dance to salsa, <laughs> but it's still in our blood. You still so eat rice and beans, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's still in our blood. The island folk look at us funny. Like, look at the, they call us Puerto Ricans. And well, share the links with people. How can they track you down? Like what's out at the moment? I'm gonna like, go. I'm gonna go the parky route and say Google me. Man. Just, just Google man. Zeps. 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 man. Zeps. You, you're gonna see the footage. It's, it's just floating around out there. I don't. If I list like three websites right now, you might not even remember the, the first one. So. Mm. Yeah, but Google. the video. You were there rewinding. I'm gonna share the hell out of that. Oh, wicked, yeah. wicked. I'm gonna share the hell out of that. Thanks for coming through. Thank man. you really so much, Ram. So you still on your way to Oslo or what's tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow. Good luck with the More show, gigs, man. man. Thank you guys. Try come back if you can, man. I if shall, you're back bro. on these sides of the waters. Ram, how can we get older, you Ram? I know you're back on the scene now. You it can't. sounds like you got a whole bunch of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? Uh, Basically, yeah. I found John Connor, man. John it's a guy my ghost right now. <laughs> like, there's some of my old stuff is on SoundCloud. If you, yeah. uh, I think it's Bob Skunkhouse. If you SoundCloud, Bob Skunkhouse. There's some, <laughs> there's some old stuff there. But new stuff's in the work. It's just all in the pipeline, man. But when that's out, there'll be ways to get hold of me but at the moment need to work on the, I need to just produce an album for him that's yeah I've got I a lot of work to do yeah you got a lot of catching up boy because yeah. the other half is you know what I mean Parky yeah. Ram so he's, he's been grinding yeah. it out you know boy I mean? so it's time. look at that beard oh bro <laughs> that's juices and berries from grinding out the forest bro <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know but I'm thank you thank you man. I'm struggling I ain't gonna lie I'm struggling oh, to grow man. a beard look at me Nah. nah, it's a different it's, kind of look. Yeah, that's it. What's, yeah, that's a nice thing. Nice way of putting it. It's nice. a different. You're pioneering no. a new look. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying anyway. It's called the pepper grain. Yeah, the peppercorn. Yeah, peppercorn. The peppergrain underneath. Yeah, but yeah, thank you for having my old self here again. And mm-hmm. if you want to find me, Google me, Twitter. You can find the links on there, or just Google me myself and Akai. Um, big shout out to CBM. All of the CBM crew, from Crept to Met to Mace, my wife, my kids. Um, who am I forgetting? There's one person I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah, the obvious person, Joker Star. Go and get purple out now. Yes, you know we've been supporting that heavy right here on the show. Every Monday, 4 till 6 p.m. with myself, Sarah Love. And myself, my Stiggy, a.k.a. the voice of Chocolate Velvet Cake. I want to give a shout out <laughs> to Jordan Grant. He had a, a good answer for my serious investigation that I needed to find out he said a 16 year old me signed up with his first electron card for a 3 day triple X website trial and uh, the bastards took him for a whole year long premium gold package sign up yeah I don't know if they took you (laughs) or you actually signed up for that anyway he had to end up he had to explain it to his mum that he'd been defrauded (laughs) and she took him straight to Barclays to deal with it and explain to the bank manager that he had no knowledge whatsoever of any transaction. But what made it funny was that um, he headed off skating with his mate who accompanied him and had an absolute field day when he found out the hot full truth. So meaning they probably went back to his yard, had a quick wank, now going to Fucking premium, go, bro. <laughs> you might as well, you pay, your mum paid for it anyway. <laughs> 
So <laughs> thank you very much for that. Big up Jordan, man. Yeah, shout out to Jordan for yeah, keeping man. it real. There, I swear he's in CBM as well, man. Yeah, man. CBM Tales. CBM. And we don't really have time to play this, but I just thought, you know, like even just hearing the the intro is like. I'm officially leaving. No, I'm just joking. There's no time to play that. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. This show is all about you guys, you know, so make sure you keep in touch. Hit us up, foodbarradio.com slash hip hop. Thank you so much, Funky DL, who we were talking to earlier in the show. Michael Parkinson, Zeps for coming through for the open mic. Ram as well, representing Dead Art on the beat from Sticksman. Remember, if you want to take part in the open mic, hit us up at hip hop at foodbarradio.com. Next week on the show, we've got Dabbler live in the studio. Big up Dabbles, man. So the hip hop goodness continues. You know, we take care of you just right every Monday, 4 till 6 p.m. And we like to leave you on the correct note, the note that we just think needs to be sustained throughout the atmosphere. And remember, Dem Chappelle is in. (laughs) Are you ready for some of that? Yeah! Unity! Sister, there's got to be unity, yeah, unity, unity's what's missing in our lives, can't you see, we need Dance every now and then A little honesty and trust among us A little love and harmony And there'll surely be some unity Unity